This is the ACS Memory Palace. I'm Salma Haskett. Many thanks to Nate DeMeo for his inspiration. The California Gold Rush. If you've taken an American history class, you know its significance to the United States. But what about its significance to America's favorite pants? Let's go all the way back to the start. 1829, the birth of Loeb Strauss in Butenheim, Germany. He was a mischievous child. His mama would often say, don't bring too much attention to yourself. Before a child with such curiosity, what she was asking of him was impossible. After the years passed, Loeb took up several hobbies to quiet his curiosity. As he sat drawing at his small oak desk, he was interrupted by his father's loud coughing in the other room. He began to wonder, as he often did, if he would end up like his father, a simple-minded, dry-goods peddler. He wanted to know what life was like beyond his small town, if it was better for his brothers in New York. He often had these thoughts, but he knew that at 16 he was still far too young to begin his life. When the coughs finally stopped, Loeb knew what would come next. He and his mother packed up their lives and boarded a ship to New York. When they finally arrived, he immediately began learning about the merchant business and how to run a store from his brothers. He even worked as a goods peddler in Kentucky to gain some wealth. But that wasn't enough. He was an American now, but the same fears he had back in Germany still haunted him. Was this all life had in store for him? Had he reached his full potential? He pondered these thoughts as he walked through a dirt patch to the market. His back ached and his knees felt numb after a long day of walking to sell goods. He grabbed some apples because they were all he could afford, and something caught his eye. The words California and $100 written largely on a piece of paper nailed to a post. As he read the poster, promises of land, money, and success echoed in his mind. It wasn't long before he packed his bags and headed west. As he watched over the side of the ship that was taking him around South America to his promised land, he began to daydream. He thought about accomplishing his dreams, opening up a store of his own. Nothing was in the way anymore. He pictured the smiling faces of his customers and the family he might soon build. For the first time in a while, his heart filled with joy. Maybe it was the smell of the Pacific, or the crashing waves, or because he felt as though he was lucky enough to watch his destiny be written out right in front of him. Awakened by the ship's horn, Loeb raised his head to the sight of land. California, he exclaimed. Once he arrived in San Francisco, he immediately opened a dry goods store which he named Levi Strauss & Co. Levi was a better fit for the start of his new life. He sold sewing supplies, clothing, canvas for tents, bedding, and tools, all of which he was able to get at a cheaper price from his brothers in New York. As his business as well as the city grew, his customer base expanded rapidly. He sold goods to city families and smaller stores. His dreams were coming true. Levi became a well-known, respected businessman. His new wealth and popularity didn't only attract new customers, but a potential partner as well. Though Levi was making his living off of selling goods, the gold rush attracted many people to go to California to earn an income from mining. As the population of miners increased, so did the demand for clothing that could withstand harsh working conditions. 
One tailor noticed the demand for such clothing and decided to do something about it. Jacob Davis had been a loyal customer to Levi Strauss & Co and made strong clothes out of their canvas fabrics. However, he had very little funding. He wanted to patent the design because he really saw it being the next big thing. But at the same time, the cost of filing the papers was too high for a struggling tailor. So, he took a wild shot. He contacted Strauss himself to suggest the two of them hold the patent. Levi saw himself in Davis. He saw a man with an idea, a man with a dream. So, with no further hesitation and just one suggestion, he agreed. You're probably wondering what the suggestion was. And though it may seem simple, it is the single most identifiable characteristic of the pants. He suggested they dyed the pants blue to hide stains from the mine shafts. That simple detail produced the most well-known clothing item in the United States. The blue jean has seen the last century and a half of American history. They began as loosely fit overalls made for miners and other laborers, then became a symbol of rebellion when the bib part of the overalls got taken off in the 1960s then finally took on their current role as reliable casual wear. However, do not be fooled. The jean is much more than just a fashion statement. They are more American than any citizen alive today, yet were created by a German immigrant. They serve as a symbol of the success immigration brought to the United States, a reminder that the country is a place of innovation and unity. Levi Strauss & Co. is a $4.5 billion company so, would you risk losing another possible success story?